everyone, welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 333 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today, we are going to read the entire book of Titus. So it's just three chapters. It's not crazy long. So we're going to read all of Titus. And there is a teaching video from the Bible Project, and that will be linked in the show notes. So be sure to watch that. We'll also read Psalm 23. Let's get going. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ for the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness and the hope of eternal life that God, who cannot lie, promised before the time began. In his own time, he has revealed his word and preaching with which I was entrusted by the command of God, our Savior, to Titus, my true son in our common faith, grace and peace from God, the Father and Christ Jesus, our Savior. Paul knew what it meant to disciple, to mentor and to pass the baton. And he did it very well. We just saw in Timothy in those two letters that he wrote to Timothy. And now you're you already in just the first few verses of Titus, you're seeing it here. Um, it says, um, the reason I left you in Crete was to set right what was left undone. And as I directed you to appoint elders in every town, an elder must be blameless, the husband of one wife with faithful children who are not accused of wildness or rebellion. As an overseer of God's household, he must be blameless, not arrogant, not hot-tempered, not an excessive drinker, not a bully, not greedy for money, but hospitable, loving what is good, sensible, righteous, holy, self-controlled, holding to the faithful message as taught so that he will be able both to encourage with sound teaching and to refute those who contradict it. For there are many rebellious people full of empty talk and deception, especially those from the circumcision party. It is necessary to silence them. They are ruining entire households by teaching what they shouldn't in order to get money dishonestly. One of their very own prophets said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. For this reason, rebuke them sharply so that they may sound they may be sound in the faith and may not pay attention to Jewish myths and the commands of people who reject the truth. I cannot help but think that, you know, how we, uh, somebody who is just vile, we call them Cretans. Um, pretty sure that's what where this came from. Um, the Cretans of Crete back then even it says to the pure, everything is pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. In fact, both their mind and conscience are defiled. They claim to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient and unfit for any good work. But you are to proclaim things consistent with sound teaching. Older men are to be self-controlled, worthy of respect, sensible and sound in faith, love and endurance. In the same way, older women are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not slaves to excessive drinking. They are to teach what is good so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands and to love their children, to be self-controlled, pure, workers at home, kind and, and in submission to their husbands so that God's word will not be slandered. In the same way, encourage the young men to be self-controlled in everything. Make yourself an example of good works with integrity and dignity in your teaching. Your message is to be sound beyond reproach so that any opponent will be ashamed because he doesn't have anything bad to say about us. Slaves are to submit to their masters in everything and to be well-pleasing, not, not talking back or stealing, but demonstrating utter faithfulness so that they may adorn the teaching of God our Savior in everything. 
For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, instructing us to deny godlessness and worldly lusts and to live in a sensible, righteous and godly way in the present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people for his own possession, eager to do good works. Proclaim these things, encourage and rebuke them with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Remind them to submit to rulers and authorities, to obey and to be ready for every good work, to slander no one, to avoid fighting and to be kind, always showing gentleness to all people. For we too were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved by various passions and, ple and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, detesting one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us not by works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy. Through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit, he poured out his spirit on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we may become heirs with the hope of eternal life. This saying is trustworthy. I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed God might be careful to devote themselves to good works. These are good and profitable for everyone, but avoid foolish debates, genealogies, quarrels, and disputes about the law because they're, they are unprofitable and worthless. Reject a divisive person after a first and second warning, for you know that such a person has gone astray and is sinning. He is self-condemned. He, he self when I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, make every effort to come to me in Nicopolis, because I have decided to spend the winter there. Diligently help Zenus, the lawyer, and Apollos on their journey, so that they will lack nothing. Let our people learn to devote themselves to good works for pressing needs so that they will not be unfruitful. All those who are with me send you greetings. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. And Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his namesake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Now, this is all for our reading plan that is taking us through the Bible in a year. Be sure you check the list of episodes today because there will be a bonus episode because today is the first Sunday of Advent, and I don't want you to miss that. But come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together every day this year. I'll see you then.